0: You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same.
1: Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. And today is one of my favorite topics. We're going to be talking about money, money, money more importantly, we're going to be looking at money completely backwards, something that you probably never been taught in your life, or you've had lessons on this, you've seen it, but you don't quite understand it. And we're going to be exploring money from well, with the exact opposite of what you were taught in grade school, high school, and college. We're going to be looking at how money works. And my guest today has been in the financial industry for the last 20 some odd years, but more importantly, he's been doing the work that he's been doing, which is the exact opposite of what the industry will teach you for the last 15 years. He considers himself the anti-financial advisor, and he is the host of the Chris Miles Money Show. My guest today is Chris Miles. Chris, welcome to the show today.
0: Hey, it's such a pleasure to be here, Justin.
1: This is good stuff, uh, Chris. One, first and foremost, I, I love your website. This is great. And, and I love what you're doing in the world. The fact that you call yourself the anti-financial advisor is is that that's huge. So t- talk to me a little bit about what, what is the anti-financial advisor? We know what a financial advisor is. What's the anti-financial advisor?
0: Well, pretty much everything that you hear about a financial advisor, that's what we don't do. <laughs> so, you know, that's really what it is. It, I mean, if you think about financial advising, the way it's been taught, right, it's always been, you know, save everything, spend nothing, save it forever, you know, save it for the long haul, take high risk, hopefully get some kind of return, uh, save it in their mutual funds, pretty much whatever they sell you, that's what you should be buying. And it's always a good time to buy whether the market's up or down. Um, and then hopefully that someday you might have something, Right. Um, and, the, and the truth is that that just rooted in massive scarcity, which scarcity mm-hmm. drives away money. It doesn't actually create any prosperity, drives it all away, and doesn't actually have real results. In fact, that's what I learned the first four years of you know, being a financial advisor in the early 2000s was that when I really looked at the evidence, there weren't people becoming financially free. Even the clients that had decades of advice previously, they were still worried about running out of money. It was this very much a scarcity focus, right? Is oh, Will it be enough? And that's the problem. And if you, if you look at the financial advisor's lives, ask, ask any financial advisor, you know, say, hey, if all of a sudden your business and all your commissions were cut off today, including the commissions that pay you renewals, if they were all cut off today, could you be able to retire right now with the mutual <laughs> funds you've got? Yeah. And the answer yeah. is most likely no. You know, in fact, yeah. I would say almost 100% of the time it's going to be a no. Even for people who have been doing this for decades, they still can't get financially free. So why are we following the same advice? It's that definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Why are we following it?
1: Well, we we were following it, right? Because that's what everybody teaches us. That's what they tell us to do in school, right? I mean, in high school, we don't even get to uh, the most we get to learn to do how to do is is write a check, right? Uh-huh. And <laughs> and then of course, if we go into college, which where where we're taught where all we have to do is acquire debt, right? So right. we can go get a so we can go get a job, and nobody's really teaching the truth of of how money works and and what it is. And you and I were talking before the break, we were talking about flow and and stagnation and how saving and so forth and not putting your money in the right places causes blockages. Because you're right, the the world, this universe, this, this world that we live in is abundant and we have to stop looking at it from a scarcity viewpoint. Exactly.
0: It's principles and strategies, right? I mean, you, you got to have the right principles of prosperity, you know, those abundant principles that have been around forever, right? They're timeless laws. You got to apply those along with the strategies to make it work so that you work because you want to, not because you have to, so that you're free, that you live an abundant life and a pros- You know, have that prosperity. Uh, and, and the problem is that if you look at, there's really three mindsets around money, right? If you really break it down, it comes down to three. Two of them are rooted in scarcity, which about, I would say, the vast majority of people fall into. Uh, one of them is a being a saver mindset, right? This is the one that every financial advisor comes from. They're always telling you to save everything, spend nothing, pay off your debt as fast as possible. And in fact, when you're in that, that mode, you know, in that way of thinking, the problem is that you you can never pay off debt fast enough. And even if you do become debt-free, then you can't ever save enough. You can never accumulate enough. And then you end up being what I call a lot of people I've come have you know become clients are asset rich and cash poor, right? They've mm-hmm. accumulated and hoarded a lot of money, but it's not working for them. It's not doing anything. There's no life or flow. And without flow, there's no life, right? If there's no water flow, there's not going to be life to the land. If there's no blood flow. There's no life to your body. And if there's no money flow, you'll financially be dead too. And that's what it runs into. So the savers, that's the more subtle one that people think is what's supposed to work, but that's the one that doesn't. And we know, of course, Mm -hmm. the spender is the other, the other second scarcity one too. Spenders, by the way, are minorities. Savers are more, actually, a bigger majority than the spenders are. I've found Um, it's funny because people, you know, there's a lot of the people in the saver mentality, especially the Dave Ramsey's of the world, that will tell you, "Hey, you know what? Everybody's a spender. You guys aren't. You know, like we're the we're the people who got to stand up." The truth is, if you look at the real numbers, more people are saving their four hundred one ks than not. Right? That have a four hundred one k. And by the way, I'm not a fan of the four hundred one k, but so that even tells you that even people eligible for 401k that aren't doing it are in a different mindset, a different mode, it's more abundant, right?
1: And so yeah, this is this is good stuff. This is good stuff. I want I wanna pause right here because yeah, I wanna I wanna save the rest of this conversation for the backside of the break because mm-hmm. I don't want to give up the ghost too much here. Because yeah. this is this this is this is the conversation that we're diving into and understanding this, folks, and understanding how money works. And taking a look at the paradigm that you, you've you been taught and stepping out of it and looking at something different from a different and higher perspective is going to change the way your, your view on money works. And that's why I'm excited to have this conversation with Chris on the back end. But before we do, where can we go? Uh, where, where can people go to, uh, to learn more about you?
0: Then go to moneyripples.com um, or you can check out our podcast, The Chris Miles Money Show, that you can find on any platform, YouTube, iTunes, you name it.
1: Fantastic. Folks, go take a look at Chris Miles' show, the Chris Miles Money Show, subscribe to his podcast. This is a uh, conversation that you need to continue having well beyond this episode. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The Superpower Experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high-vibe connections, Superpower masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is the host of the Chris Miles Money Show. Yep, Chris Miles is here with us today. And he's talking about, well, He's talking about money and the exact opposite of what the industry is wanting you to do. Uh, and before the break, Chris, we were talking about you know the three types of mindsets around money. You got the you got the savers, you've got the spenders, and so forth. We were talking about the Dave Ramsey's of the world, right? Of a, mm-hmm. at least I'm saving my money in the four hundred one ks and so forth. Talk to me a little bit further about that the that that the mindset process that goes into this anti financial advisor view on how money works.
0: Definitely. So, as we said, savers like the Dave Rams of the world, scarcity driven, right? It's always fear based. There's never enough, right? That's all again scarcity. Spenders mm-hmm. have the same problem, right? It's just a different side of the coin. They also never feel like it's enough. It's always easy come, easy go, right? Mm-hmm. Always have to keep generating income to make it. If you think about it, spenders hyper focus on the income but ignore the expenses. Yeah. Savers hyper focus on the expenses but ignore the income, right? Mm-hmm. The one only one that's in abundance is being a steward. A steward takes the best of the spender and the saver and puts it into one. Because the good thing about a spender is at least they're willing to use money because money is meant to be used. It has to have that flow, as you said earlier, right? On the flip side, you got to be wise with that flow too. Like we were talking about before we went on the air, it's got to be able to create something more because stewards want things to increase. They want to edify people. They want to amplify and, and grow it and be able to create a better impact to bless more lives. And that's what a steward does, and that's so rarely taught. Coming from an abundant mindset, knowing that there's more than enough money, and enough resources, and everything that we need—time, everything—it's all there. It's just a matter of how do we use it in a way that you're able to come back and create more with it, right? And you come from that mindset, it's a very different shift. And, and especially when you start to apply the strategies with it, you stop coming from this accumulation mindset, right? This hoarding mindset, as you would take that saver to take it to the extreme. They hoard and hoard. It sits there, gets stagnant, but it doesn't do anything. But with a steward, they say, no, money flows through me, but it doesn't just flow through and then just spill and evaporate on this desert land of being a spender, right? It flows through in a way that we can create more money with it. So, for example, when I get people that say, hey, I've saved up, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars or whatever, you know, great, that's awesome. How much is it paying you? Nothing. <laughs> all right. How do we get that to create passive income so that now it takes the pressure off, especially when we had, you know, freaking 2020, <laughs> that was, yeah. Yeah. you know, we were, t- we were talking about essential and non-essential businesses, right? It, and, you know, you don't want somebody else to tell you what's essential or non-essential. You don't want to be in a place where your active income, whether you're a business owner or not, which I love being an entrepreneur business owner, because I've controlled my time, my freedom, my destiny. But ultimately, what we really want to do is we want to be able to say, right, let's create multiple streams of these income coming in so that even if the main active income shuts down, we're still okay. And so we get people who are like, hey, what can we do? You know, What's something that's more safe that actually is low risk to create higher returns? By the way, just so you know, that little myth about high risk creates high returns is completely false mm-hmm. because the definition of risk is chance of loss. When did a 90% chance of losing become a 90% chance of winning? Uh, I mean, the math doesn't <laughs> quite add up to hundred percent there.
1: That's, I mean, that's, well, if you want to look at it in, in, in another industry, that's, that's gambling.
0: It is gambling. It Absolutely is. Right. I mean, if, if that were really the case, we should all buy Powerball lottery tickets to get sell off everything we own our house or cars, everything, and just buy Powerball because high risk creates high returns. Right. Yeah. That's just yep. bogus. That's, <laughs> that's. That's something taught to us by financial institutions just like it's just like, you know, sorry to say this, you know, medical institutions, right? The western medicine says, "Hey, let's do sick care, not health care," right? Yeah. It's the same yeah, yeah. kind of thing they do with money. They try to teach you the opposite things that actually work so that they can profit off of you, right? That's not cool. Yep.
1: You know? No, not at all. It's out of it's out of integrity, right? I mean, it's it's they're doing it because that's what's bringing in money for them. It's not what's best for for the whole
0: that's right. You don't you don't see banks doing the same thing. Banks banks already are stewards. They they actually live the steward principles themselves. They always have money flowing through them, not even their yep. own money, but they tell us to let it sit there so that you know. Same thing with other financial institutions like mutual fund companies, like Fidelity and those kind of companies say, let it sit there with us while we make all the money and the cash flow, and then we go and do smarter things with it than you will. You just let yeah, it sit gotta- there. Don't think about it. Just be brainless because anytime you're you're completely hands off and brainless that's always how things work out right
1: <laughs> yeah well and that's the thing right they they're they're being stewards of the money but they're not wanting you to and and, and that's really the, the key here right is mm-hmm. i think looking at that stewardship mindset um what I, I just what really stood out for me when you said that was the concept of uh doing good and helping others that's right, right. and and that's where i think the really the rubber hits the road is, is a lot of people probably they're from the saving or the spinning mindset. It's all about them. Mm-hmm. It's about, are they going to be okay? Right? There's, there's no trust in the abundance. There's no trust in the divine. There's no trust in the flow, right? It's all about this scarcity. Oh my God, the world's going to come to an end, And if I don't have a <laughs> bank account full of money, I'm screwed. Exactly. Right. Whereas if you steward the money Right, my, my wife and I—we used to tithe. Just as 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 an example, right? We used to tithe. We saw tithing as a as a gateway to that stewardship. Right? That's right. It was a gateway to that stewardship. And then what we realized is that that was just like training wheels, because really, what in 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 the the, the concept of the divine and stewardship, you know, God, the universe, it wants you to be a steward. It wants you to turn it all over to yes. that from an energetic perspective. Be a steward of it, and it watch it come back to you tenfold.
0: Exactly. It's it's like in the Bible, the the New Testament has the parable of the talents, right?
1: Oh yes. Where the
0: three yes. servants, they go out. The master says, "Hey, here's here's different sums of money that he gives them." Right. So one he gives one bag of talents or sum of ta- of money that call a talent. The other is given two, and the other is given five. Now the one that had five goes out and makes five more, comes back with ten, and the master says, "Good job, though, good, good faithful job. servant." I've made you a steward of a few things. Now I'll make you a master of many, right? Um, the one that has two gets the same exact reward. He makes four out of it and he gets the same reward as the one that has five, which is a kind of a key lesson of it doesn't matter what level of stewardship you're playing at as long as you're living those principles. The third servant, however, had that one sum of money, that one talent. The same the, same
1: the same amount that he that he was given.
0: Yep. Yeah. He took that same that same amount of money that he took. He buried it, right? Um, said, I, I don't want to lose it. You know, I know he's a hard man, you know, and he requires a lot out of me. So I'm not going to lose this money. So I buried it. He was the Dave Ramsey fan. He's like, Hey, I'm going to bury this money. Here we go. I'm going to pay off all my debt. But by the way, notice that all three of these stewards were in debt. Yep. <laughs> it yep. wasn't their they, money. They, it was somebody it. else's money they borrowed. Right? <laughs> yeah, um, I love it. So when people say like, well, debt's against the Bible. I'm like, really? Well, because why did Jesus talk about using debt and two of people used it wisely while the one that buried it and paid it back because he went back to the master, gave him back his money. But the master said, "You didn't do what I asked. Get out of here." And the one, this one bag of talent now goes to the guy that made ten, right? Yep. Um, I actually told somebody just on Facebook yesterday. I'm like, "I'm the steward that that had that made ten and got the eleventh one, <laughs> you know, to <laughs> make more." And and that's what we should be doing. And, and you're right. Like, it's not just about creating freedom for yourself. Because many people would say, "I just want to take care of my bills and my family." Well, that's the most selfish thing I've ever heard. You know, it, and that's great. I mean, it's great, take care of them, but. It should be much bigger than that. Our family expands much bigger than just our own nuclear family, our own nucleus, right? It's got to yeah. go beyond us. What kind of, you talk about superpowers, like how can we really impact and, and expand those superpowers to bless more and more lives? And that's really what that, that's why I have the company called Money Ripples. It's that ripple that you create with that money. It's not just about becoming financially free and independent yourself, where now you work because you want to, not because you have to, because you have more than enough passive income coming in to pay your bills but then it's also about how to expand and use those talents and gifts in a way to bless more lives. And you can't do that at, at, at the full capacity until you're truly financially free. I mean, you can still do it along the way in that journey, but you got to make sure that you know it, the whole goal for all of us should be how to liberate ourselves, free ourselves. So we're not in that survival mindset and we stop looking at ourselves and start looking around us and seeing Who needs our help? Who can we bless? Whether it's through our businesses, whether it's through our money, whether it's through our time and our talents, whatever it is, that's what we're here to do is to bless more lives and leave an impact on this planet.
1: Mm. Folks, if this isn't sending chills up your spine, if this isn't resonating with you, I'm going to invite you to take a hard look at your own financial mindset and where you fall on that spectrum um because that's really what it is right money is just a tool that the divine has given us to be able to go out and have an impact on others and in return the master rewards us with even more um that 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 to me is is uh, really, why I, I love having you on the show, uh, and I want to have you back on the show even more because this is this is a conversation that I think we need to to break down for for people, especially business owners and entrepreneurs, right? Because yeah, there's the, there's that mindset they know they didn't need to break out of the matrix, they know they didn't need to break out and do their own, but they still find themselves in the same pattern behaviors, but now within their business.
0: Exactly, exactly. Right? It's it's huge. It's a big conversation. It's not something that happens overnight, but and when you start to master it more and more you can never look back.
1: Uh, Chris this is this is fantastic you're absolutely right this is this conversation understanding this perspective seeing it from this higher vantage point will will literally change your life and your relationship with money. Um, I look forward to having you back on the show but before we before we end the call here where can people go find more information about you one more time?
0: Yeah one more time you can go to either moneyripples.com you know which is our website there we got great tools and things on there. Um, as well as my podcast, The Chris Miles Money Show that you can find on any platform, whether it be YouTube, Audible, iTunes, you name it.
1: Fantastic. Folks, and even more importantly, you can go find this episode On the new Superpower Network app. It's easier streaming, easier access, easier to navigate. You're going to love it. So make sure you go download the app and listen to this episode on the app for the easiest streaming as well. Until next time, folks, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care.
0: Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the
1: superpower quiz today.